fans, welcome back to the Browns from the Podium podcast. It's the show where we feature all the daily press conferences from before and after practice, all rolled into one podcast. I'm Jason Gibbs, live in Philadelphia. On today's show, you'll hear from head coach Kevin Stefanski, all-pro guard Joel Batonio, and all-pro defensive end Miles Garrett. First up, head coach Kevin Stefanski talking to the media in Philadelphia before the second and final day of joint practices with the Eagles. Okay, appreciate you guys uh, being here. I know changing up uh, the time of practice, so just trying to beat any potential weather that might be out there. Um, obviously, as you can feel, it's hot, it's sticky, it's humid, so just trying to be smart, so working with the Eagles and, and going to reduce some of this practice. Uh, but coming off yesterday, I thought it was really, really good work. I thought both teams competed like crazy, uh, took care of each other, uh, and now another opportunity to do the same today. Ha- have a really good day in the red zone, which also limits some of the distance traveled, uh, some end-of-game situations. Uh, but another really want to cap this off with a good day w- of work uh, as we get ready for Thursday night. And with that, I'll take any questions. The three guys who left yesterday, will they be back out there? Uh, Miles will practice uh, individual only. Uh, Elijah will practice individual. We'll see how he's feeling. Um, he may go, may not, just really based on how he's feeling. Uh, Jack will not practice. Ward. Sorry, Denzel will practice. Was that just heat related? Yes. Is Jack in the concussion? He is. Greg, how'd, uh, how'd you see him respond to you know getting back out there? Yeah, I thought Greg looked good. We held him out of uh, one-on-ones, just used him more in the team periods, and I thought he did a nice job. Uh, he, he looks really good to me. I thought Mike, you know, he stepped in for Denzel there, made a made a really nice play on a ball thrown to, I think, Devontae. Uh, just yeah. the way you've, you've seen him progress this game. Yeah, he's very, very competitive. Uh, Mike Ford is going to give you everything he has in every rep, whether it's a one-on-one rep, seven-on-seven team, just an extremely competitive guy. I'm glad we have him. Will it be James Hudson or will DeJuan get any number one reps? Uh, James will be over there. Kevin, on day two, I mean, how important is this day kind of in the big picture of these joint practices, with guys being able to kind of make adjustments? Yeah, I think, yeah, I just think they're, they're both important. Uh, they're, you know, that first day, you typically do your normal down and distance, and then some third down, but you're doing full field work. So that, that was a challenging practice, I mean, in terms of the heat, in terms of the number of reps for our ones, certainly. So today, uh, bringing it down, uh, obviously, with some of the reps, but now you go into the red zone, you get more of your two-minute drives. You're just trying to check the box of, of – bunch of good situational work. The general consensus from our side is that both defenses looked pretty good yesterday. Was that the same view as the coaches? Yeah, I think, it, you know, I think you really have to watch the tape to, to look at each play. Uh, I think both sides uh, really traded bl- body blows, if you will, there. Uh, they had plenty of good plays. Our, our, our team had plenty of good plays. But that's what you get when you get two competitive football teams with, with uh, a bunch of veterans. I, I thought uh, the guys practiced really hard together, knew how to take care of each other and, and make sure um, that they got their work done. But, you know, I don't think there's a scoreboard or a scorecard for these type of practices. I think the, the main major thing and the main thing is just to get good work. Coach, I saw some nice plays from Deshaun Watson out there. How do you think they're really coming along ahead of this first new season? Yeah, Deshaun continues to, as, as you know, work really hard. He's out there working right now. Uh, he, he's making sure that every single day he's got the focus to, to get one day better. And I think there were plays yesterday that he made uh, that were really impressive. And I know there's, there's throws and decisions that he wants back, and that's part of playing quarterback. Will Dobbs play in the game? He will not. So Dorian will reverse the starter? Exactly, reverse the order. So Dorian will start the game, then Kellen will play the second half. 
had a, a heat thing yesterday and you guys are going to try to maybe tighten things up a little bit today. Will you go shorter and are you worried a little bit about heat? It will be shorter. Yeah, I mean, you have to take it into account. You know, we really look at this thing. And this is with in conjunction with the Eagles. Uh, obviously, had conversations with Nick this morning just on if we move practice up, what it will look like when we're out there, what we should do. So uh, it is a reduced uh, amount of time and reduced reps as well. Jerome, uh, any update on his uh, prognosis? Uh, no I know update. He's here, no, yeah. but, but I mean, what have you seen? What's he been able to do? No update, just rehab. Um, the joke has been open all summer. Is hmm. that anything different in the design, or is it just the next step in his game? Just the next step. Uh, he's doing everything he's supposed to do uh, in the run game and the pass game. So. Uh, as, as you know, uh, I think Deshaun and David have a good rapport, and we'll always continue to build off of that. Any update on Harrison Bryant? No update. Cooper yesterday uh, you know, talked candidly, as usual, about dropping a few balls. Mm -hmm. He's also candid and saying he doesn't think he's there stamina-wise or whatever yeah. uh, after his offseason. Yeah. Do you, do you see that? I, I, I don't think, yeah. Why training camp for him? I don't. Yeah, I, th I think for him, Tony. Uh, you know, we've had September 10th circled for him and getting ramping him up. Uh, he's where he's not where he needs to be right this minute, but he'll get there. And it's just a matter of of working at it. Uh, you know, he had those drops yesterday, which is very uncharacteristic of him. Uh, so he'll continue to to work on on his playing, conditioning, all those things. But it's it's normal ramp up for him. I know on that defense, the safeties you guys have been moving around, just how they've handled it, and then I said, so we're hearing from Rodney today. Yeah, I think it's a really, really good group. Ashley, just uh, versatility. They all can play down. They all can play the post. They can pressure. They can play man, all, all those type of things. So uh, Rodney, like he does versus our offense, had some really heady plays. I mean, he seems to know where the ball's going to go. He, he diagnoses things before the play unfolds. Uh, I thought he's done a great job. Kevin, every, every young receiver seems to mention Marquise Goodwin when they talk about guys in that room that kind of taking them under their wing. So even though he's not out there and can't be out there, how important has it been to have him around with all those young guys? Yeah, he's been outstanding. Uh, you, you, you hear Marquise, he's very talkative. Uh, he, he's like a, having another coach out there. He's very positive. He's rooting his guys on. So he does an unbelievable job in the meeting room and out here being a sounding board, uh, being an older player that, that he's seen a lot. He, he can really rhythm up with all those young guys and tell them what he sees. He, he's been invaluable from that perspective. Yeah, that's a really, really challenging front to block, uh, as everybody knows. So I thought it was awesome for our guys both to block them and for our quarterbacks to feel that rush. And I thought Deshaun had some really nice moments where he's navigating the pocket and, and maybe you escape or make a play. Obviously, in, the, in these settings, you're not going to call a sack. You're also not going to know if a quarterback could scramble uh, out of that and, and pull out of some of those sacks. But it's really good work for him and for us just to feel that rush. We got to see Martin matched up a couple times with Dallas Goddard. When you have a big corner like that, how does that help you when you're trying to match up against tight ends? Yeah, you know, that's a great matchup. Yesterday, Devontae Smith versus Denzel Ward. I mean, that, there's just pros versus pros out there, and, and you guys know iron sharpens iron. So for MJ to go against a, a, a really, a, I don't know where he ranks, but he's a top-flight tight end uh, is really good work for MJ. And like you mentioned, he can use his length uh, when defending bigger wide receivers and tight ends. It, having uh, both offenses within sight of each other, Eagles really threw downfield a lot yesterday. Are you satisfied with how much you're doing that in practice? 
Yeah, I thought I thought we did as well. Uh, and again, I think it goes back to we made some plays, they made some plays. Um, but I think both offenses uh, did a good job of pushing the ball down the field. Yeah, exactly. I think he's stacking days. Uh, He's getting a ton of reps uh, in that role, in that role going down the field, uh, which he's really taking advantage of. After practice, we hear from the players. First up, Browns All-Pro guard Joel Batonio talking about what he got out of the two practices here in Philadelphia and what center Ethan Posick does so well to help this offense. Things got a little chippy there with DeJuan Jones. Uh, What you see? You know, we're we're going into this week trying to get better in practice and um, work. And, you know, there's sometimes there's some ch- cheap shots and things like that where you want to defend yourself. And I don't know the exact situation, but there was a couple shots today where, you know, we're, we're trying to make sure we're getting the best out of practice and um, not fighting. But it was just a little heated. Second day, it always gets a little bit more fired up, you know. It seemed like uh, Coach Stefanski tried to calm things down, too, and huddle uh, the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, he taught. Uh, yeah, it's uh, – we, we, we don't want to fight out here. We want to get better. And uh, when two teams are competing, um, things are going to get fired up. So it happens. But Coach tried to calm us down. And when he has the offense and their defense, so we try and control those situations. So you try to guys... avoid it, but can you kind of feel it coming? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why you do two days, because three days it would be a <laughs> bloodbath the last day. So uh, even two days gets a little bit chippy the second day. Um, you know, you go back, you watch the film. You're like, oh, we got to do this better. They got to do this better. And you know the next day is going to be a little bit more ramped up. So was there some like some stuff that you guys didn't like that they were doing? Or? No. I mean, it's just in our practice, you protect the quarterback. You don't want to come close to the quarterback. You don't want to take cheap shots. Things like that where there might have been a couple where, you know, questionable, um, you know, plays both ways today. How would I mean, as you walk off the field? How do you feel? You know, how do you? How would you assess the way these two days went? Um, personally, it was a little hot, so I'm a little tired. But um, <laughs> no, I think there's some growth. You know, I think our defense, both defenses, I think yesterday probably won the day. Um, you know, the last two minute period today, they obviously got the best of us. But I think there's some growth. Some guys stepped up today for us. Um, you know, you get a feel against different rushers because in practice I'm going against a couple guys a day. Here I get a couple new guys, you know what I mean? So you feel some different rushes, you feel some different techniques. They have one of the better D-lines in the league, maybe, you know, some say the best. You know, we have a pretty good D-line too. So it's, uh, it's good to go out there and battle and, uh, you know, test out some of your, your techniques. It looked like they were, a lot of times in the 11-on-11, they were going with Dewan and Michael with the ones and, and Wyatt and James with the, with the twos. Was that kind of plan that they were? Kind of mixing up some things on yeah, the right side? Yeah, you know, I think Jack got a little banged up, and they wanted to get some reps for um, different guys and stuff and fill it out. I don't know the exact reasoning, but I know they just wanted to, you know, get get some reps. I know Dewan's been doing some good things. Michael does some good things. So I think they're just trying to get him some reps against different competition as well. Joel, how do you um, feel in general about doing these joint practices? I mean, when Amari was talking about them yesterday, he was like, these are, you know, these are like – playing in games because they're so intense. I mean, how, how do you feel about doing this? Yeah, very intense. Um, you know, for me, it feel, it's like a game day. You know, you wake up, you have those kind of nerves and stuff. It's just it's just a little bit different atmosphere. Um, you know, I think Coach Stefanski does a good job of not – the guys that practice a lot don't have to play in the game because it is like game-like atmosphere. I woke up this morning a little bit sore and a little bit beat up. You know, you run 30, 35 full-speed plays against a team, and it's like half a game. So – you get you get that feel. You know, today was a little bit shorter and stuff, but um, but no, it's it, it's good work. How, how does it feel with uh, even from the 
starter training camp we were able to have Ethan alongside. I know last year he was kind of in the midst of things of injuries. How has it been really with him doing the full training camp session? Yeah, he's always locked in. Um, it's good though. He, he's focused. It's good to, you know, we got like 12 or 13 starts last year out of him. And so to come out here and, and really get from camp, you start getting a better feel. You know, our whole line really, I mean, Poe's coming back now, but our whole line really has been, you know, together for four years beside Poe. So we're getting a little bit more comfortable understanding how each guy moves and, and the techniques and just communication and stuff. Really there when he was in the line and it felt like how would you no, he's good. I mean, I've had some good centers. You know, JC and Alex are, are my guys, but Poe's right up there with him. You know, he comes out there and he, he communicates, he competes. Um, you know, we joke around because he's so focused on every day. Sometimes I try and make him smile in the huddle and it, it never works. But, no, he's a good one to have out there. What, how does how do things change in terms of the ramp up? You know, now that you, you have these two days of uh, – kind of evidence to, you know, and, and, and things to, to build up. Yeah, I think for, you know, an older guy like me is just continue to work my conditioning, make sure I get the many reps as I need in practice, um, focus on things. I know we have, like, more of a simulated game week next week against Kansas City. So really try and hone in on your routine when it comes to that. Um, but besides that, keep working. We're still a ways away, so there's a lot of time to, to continue to improve and, and get better as a team. Do you expect to play against Kansas City? Uh, I'm not sure yet. He's not told us. When you have the you know two days of this and then you don't have another practice again until Sunday, like how do you digest these two practices, I guess, in terms of like the watching film, what you take away from them, all that sort of stuff? Yeah, the group, you know, we didn't have meetings last night because it was late, but a lot of the group came in and watched it last night. We watched it this morning. We'll watch it again tonight and, and tomorrow morning and digest that. Um, it's a lot of good work. And then, you know, if you're not playing in the game, you find a way to get some work in, some flexibility stuff, take care of your body, get ready for um, – um, next week and, and cheer on the guys that are going to be out there and competing. Is the, I know it's the red, red zone uh, at all a concern to the number one offense? I mean, it's not just out here, but during camp, it's been rough too. Yeah, we're, we're working through it. You know, I think our defense sees the concepts that we're running in practice. So they saw it throughout OTAs. They saw it throughout mini camp. Um, we have some good players on defense. So they find some things. You know, today we didn't convert as, as much as we wanted. Um, but I think it's stuff we're working through. You know, I, I, I think you want to see your defense compete early in camp because they usually have a step up on the offense. But um, I think we're working our way through, and and I'm not concerned at this moment about it. I know it's a long process, and we still got 90 guys here. But, you know, looking back to last year and then this year too, do you walk away from joint practices like this with a good idea of, like, okay, this is who we are, like, like this is the team we have? Um, you know, some guys, some guys step up, but – it's such a long preseason that you don't know what's going to happen injury-wise or trade-wise or, you know, cut-downs. Um, there's so much that goes into it, you, you know, and, and it feels like a team right now when you have 90 guys. Uh, it's always hard when you cut down. You never know, you know, who you're going to lose in, in the cut-downs. I, I asked that. I meant just, like, the personality of the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. You start to get an understanding for sure. Um, you know, we have a lot of competitive guys. Uh, our defensive line, I think you saw flashes of what they can be yesterday and today. Um, so you definitely start to see personality stuff coming out. It's still not full speed, you know, Chubb's not getting tackled and things are like that, but it's, uh, you get a better understanding for sure. It seems like Elijah obviously hasn't been here long, but it just seems like you guys lose a lot when he's not out there and in team drills. I guess, do you feel that difference when you're missing him in particular? Yeah, I think he's going to be one of our, you know, I want to say queen on the chessboard. They can move everywhere, you know what I mean? I don't play chess, but I was trying to use a, 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 a quote. Um, but, no, you know, and, and and I think they want to get him the ball. They realize he's an explosive player. He's played some running back in his past, and, and I, I think they want to use our weapons. You know, whatever our strengths are 
um, they want to use it, and he's a good compliment to Amari, to David, to uh, DPJ, to Nick. Um, so it, it's gonna it's gonna be good. I know he hasn't been out there. It'd been nice to see him out there the last couple of days, but we're getting him healthy for uh, for week one. Finally, another All-Pro defensive end Miles Garrett, who talked about the health of his foot after the injury he sustained yesterday, and what Shelby Harris brings to this defense. So, Miles, first of all, what happened with the, the foot yesterday? Everything okay? All good. Got rolled up on, and you know, had some pain, but got, you know, the guys are looking out for me and wanted to be a little bit cautious with with today. We'll see how I felt, and uh, got there. Moving well, it's feeling good. Told me to just, you know, cool it for for team and you know just let the guys work. And when they came out there with a lot of juice and a lot of energy, and it was a, uh, there was some good, some bad, but you know that's to be expected in camp. I'm assuming it's felt good from going out there in the individual stuff. Yeah, you know, individual was, was exploding out. A little, little pain, but it needs to be expected. Was it a different um, foot than you had the dislocated toe on, or the same one? Uh, different foot. I came out and uh, I think we we're we we're flying around no more a lot a lot more energy a lot more more juice you know, down the field finish toward the ball and there were uh, less mistakes but you know, those guys over there you know, they were in position to, to win it big for a reason you know, they, they executed at a high level and you know, made some big plays and you know, hats off to them you know we got to keep on executing and, and finish each play you know on top, like, like we know we can. Why, why are there? Why is their offensive line kind of the perfect team to kind of do these against for you guys as a defensive front? Oh, well, I mean, you, you want to see a lot of different looks as far as you know, offensive line, just because that's what you're going to face. Now everyone's going to set the same. They have a, a pretty unique scheme, um, com- at least compared to some of the other you know, teams we'll face in the league, and uh, you know allows us to. Uh, have some some liberties we wouldn't face against our own team, and that that gives us you know, a different different look and and uh, some adjustments that you know, we, we weren't able to to really see what we were we were playing you know, each other. You know, it's the way they were set and the way they were kicking you know, allows for for us to see if stuff will work a little bit further down the line and uh, prepares for the season. Miles, I was listening to Jason Kelsey talk over there in his media session. He said that. Um, this D line was, you know, one of the better end-to-end D lines in the league. To hear that from a guy like Kelsey, what, what does that mean? Uh, I mean, it means a lot. He's seen, he's seen a whole lot. You know, he's been around for a while, and you know, he's, he's played against some, some really good ones. So, you no, know, and definitely, is, uh, it's, a, it's an honor coming from him. But you no, know, we gotta you know, make the most of it. You know, we appreciate the words, but we gotta keep on putting the work in. Offense that was out there, but when these skirmishes like happen in these joint practices, that's something you can feel like building as, as the days get longer, the competition builds when you're going against these guys for two days. You know, it's it's just usually gonna get you know the intensity is gonna ramp up. You know, guys are passionate; they want to make plays, and you, know, you get in that that mode you know, where you know it starts to get game like, and you no know, stuff like that happens. You know, they're they're very competitive, and, and as are we. So you know, it just it gets to a point where you know, guys start to take it up a notch, and you know, we, we got to be able to you know, lock in and, and bring it back down when, once those, those times start coming up and start ramping up a little bit too much. I didn't I didn't see cheap shots myself. I'm not saying that they didn't happen, but I, I didn't see any. And uh, 
And I saw there were some skirmishes on the, the offensive field. So you know, check in, and I know they'll they'll be better. And I know the the older guys they have a lot of vets that will uh, help them. You know, continue to practice the right way and have good habits. You know, we'll, we'll do the same on our side because you know fight's not going to start from you know just just one side doing anything. You know, it takes. A, uh, a little bit from from both, so you know, we both need to improve and you know, be able to get out here and, and get good work. How did you feel like the young guys got good work? You know, especially guys like Isaiah and and Siaki and, and Oba. No, going against you no know, big time talent like like they were, they're getting looks that you no know, you don't always you know get to get. You know, you're going against you no know, Joel and, and Jed and and Jack and Dewan. You know, all those guys are are really good, but. You know, that's only one set you're seeing. You know, you're seeing a variety of, of different skill sets, you know, from a, a different team who's who's very talented at what they do, and that allows you to, to start adapting to you know what else you're going to see in the league, and uh, starts to create a you know, a little bit of a variety of your pass rush moves and what you see really works for you and what works for you across the board instead of just one style. Kind of still ramping up Shelby Harris, but to get him out there and, and see what he can do, what does he add to the D line? I mean, he, he plays with you know a lot of a lot of passion. You know, he's fiery, and uh, you know he, right now he's getting his his feet underneath him and and uh, you know working working his hands really well. Uh, he has a lot of knowledge of the game coming out and being able to do you know, a variety of moves and uh, you know. He'll, he'll let you tell it he's not where he wants to be, but you know, we, we know from, from how he how he's spoken in the classroom and how he, he talks the game while he's out there, you know, coaching up the younger guys. And that you know it's just about him getting in that, that game, you know game like form and shape for him. Miles, um, the Eagles led the NFL with seventy sacks last year and they've sort of set the standard for what you know, the prototypical D-line should be. Do you feel that way, that they are, like, where you guys want to get to? And do you feel like, with all the additions and with Jim Schwartz, that you're getting there or close? Well, I mean, there's one style of doing it. There's many different styles of, of being a an aggressive and, you know, a production-heavy, you know, defense and defensive line. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll find our own way. You know, we'll carve our own path, and they're just, you know, another... Uh, Really, source of knowledge for us to pull from as far as you know how to how to be uh, so efficient and, and uh, productive, you no know, rushing the passer. And, but you know we have different guys who who do bring you no know, different things to the table, and so we have to you know play with what we have. And I think we can be you know, very talented in our own right. Um, how about Jordan Malata going up against Jordan? And, and are you familiar with uh, his story and his background a little bit? And, and if so, he just took such a unique path to get to. The NFL, do you find that sort of fascinating? Absolutely. You know, he's he's pretty young in the game. If you were to look at how long he's been here, and you know, for him to pick up the game so fast and you know, be where he's at, he's I'm sure he's proved a lot of people wrong, but he's, he certainly impressed me and some others with how how quickly he's uh, he's come along, and uh, you know, he's he's already you know got the the size for it. He's, he's big as a house, but he he moves really well. He's athletic, and he's shown that you know, in his rugby days, but. Uh, you know, you you can't help but like you know marvel like like this guy. You know, moving as as well as he does. You know, being as efficient as he does. Working with with Lane, he's he's gotten a you know his his technical prowess to you know a pretty high level, and I think he's gonna only continue to grow and grow as a as a player.
Are you going to go see Messi tonight by any chance? No comment. That's today's From the Podium podcast. Like and subscribe today to the From the Podium podcast or the Cleveland Browns Daily and More podcast wherever you get your podcasts to find more episodes. Be sure to check out all of the Browns' social media platforms, clevelandbrowns.com, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash browns, and the Browns mobile app for the latest news from the joint practices in Philly and preseason game number three. I'm Jason Gibbs from Philadelphia, thanking you for listening to the Browns from the Podium podcast.